five, four, three, two, one. everybody and welcome into episode three of survivor season 45 this is the clingers of spoken i'm joel along with me as always is my brother michael and we just watched episode three of season 45 of survivor one of the best episodes i've seen in a while michael how are you feeling feeling good man feeling good i i love when a player is put out by their own like over hustle you know yes when you're just trying too hard you're in a great spot and you just try too hard you try too hard too fast and you get got uh that was awesome like the way jeff was talking about the idol that was in the wax i was like there's there's gonna be a catch with this idol i should have assumed it would be the same catch that was in the other idol that was uh in this episode but yeah that was uh that was a great it was a great episode um never before seen melting uh something at tribal council just the added drama like it was hard to follow the conversation because it kept going back to um the wax in the fire but it was still cool it was still a cool tribal council that was incredible like i think that i i was wondering if jeff would even like allow that to happen you know cuz we've seen times where players have tried to do things or like they're just like no it's not how this works you know or like that's not an idol you know like all this stuff at tribal council but but honestly i feel like jeff was so excited because he he knew he knew the twist that was in there and he knew that sabaya had no idea nor did anyone else in the tribe and he was just like oh this is actually gonna be amazing (laughs) like because no one literally no one knew except for jeff that was in that scene what was about to happen and Jeff honestly didn't know it was about to happen, which honestly makes it even greater. Yeah. I mean, I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't know that they're going to be allowed to do that. But then, you know, the number one rule is if something's going to be good television, um, you, you, and, and not, you know, completely outside the bounds of the game and the rules, you kind of let it happen. So they rolled with it and it worked out. I love that she didn't open it until she got into the voting booth. Oh and my gosh. Then she was like, Oh, um, I guess I'm I guess I'm gonna do this. Like it's tempting. Like I too would want to, I'd much rather have an idol through the end of the game than to, you know, just the one tribal council. Like that's worth two two votes to me if I'm feeling like I'm in a strong position. Right. And she felt like she was in a strong position. But she wasn't. The problem is, though, like, even if even if her thinking is right, like, we're going to vote Caleb out tonight. But then you're going to be in a tribe of three and you're not going to have a vote if you go to tribal again. So we're talking about a a unbreakable tie, basically. Yeah. Well, so I think it works like she would get her vote back. So, like, now that Austin has this, like, if they go to tribal before the merge, like the big merge, then he can not vote then and still have the idol and then be able to vote again until the merge. And then it just re- like it resets. You know what I mean? So like, no, I thought if, she'd have to give up her vote twice more 
No. So it's just you, you sacrifice your, the first vote, you go to tribal council with the idol. And then once you make the merge, you're faced with the same, the same problem again, where you can either vote in the first merge vote, or you can not vote and get an idol. That's the way that I understood it from what Drew said and what Austin said and what, what I read the part, the piece of paper as. Um, because if you do it twice, it would just be the second time with the big merge with everybody on the same island. That's what they said. Um, so I was just blown away. Also, you could tell like Jeff was like nudging her to like, he was like, what's, uh, what do you got there? You, you got it? You got it? You got a, what is that? And she's like, yeah, I got my idol. It's chill. And he was like, oh, do you though? <laughs> like, yes. like, oh, Okay. It was so interesting because, like, he was like, man, like, I don't want to, like, spoil the game for everybody. But also, like, you have no idea what's happening. <laughs> right. And I think that he played it perfectly. Like, yeah. he didn't give anything away, but, like, he 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 tried to to get the what he wanted. And then he was like, okay, fine. Like, it'll be interesting if it plays out like this, too. So, uh, yeah, I thought Jeff handled it really well at tribal council yeah i just man because we texted we were watching at the same time and you texted me you were like i think it's emily and i texted i was like no i think it's sabaya like because i mean and honestly emily wasn't emily didn't catch a she didn't catch one vote tonight and it was just like oh man like i think i think it was just so interesting how they kept playing up like Sabayo was so confident, even though at that moment she didn't have a vote mm-hmm. and like was going to make this big flip of a move. And I tweeted out, you come at the king, you best not miss. And that's a that's a quote from The Wire um, from Omar. Um, but basically, Caleb, like, Caleb is the king, you're saying Caleb is the king. Literally, Caleb is the king of survivor 45 right now when he's going to other people's islands and everybody's like oh this dude this dude's great at the game like this dude i don't know i mean it seemed to me like they were super sus about him like they were like we got to watch out for caleb because he's a player sure totally yeah that that definitely happened but also like Maybe Caleb is priority number one on some people's hit list, but also like I feel like with people like Drew and people like that, they're gonna think, oh, this is a guy that can help me get further in the game. And like I think that's true. I mean, it's clearly true. We've already seen it. Emily was a goner last week, and now she's still in the game, even though she's been through two tribal councils. Like, like the guy is good at the game. He has an ally in Emily that was gifted an opportunity to stay safe and still risked and said, no, we're going home. And then the ability to believe in that moment and actually assess the situation correctly was very impressive from Caleb to me. Yeah. I, I thought, well, I, I thought, you know, I didn't think Caleb was going to choose. Cause like, I thought Sabaya actually played it really well. Because she told Caleb, well, I'll tell Emily yes. I'm voting for you. And then you tell Emily you're voting for me. So that when Emily goes to Caleb and is like, hey, they're they're trying to vote you out. Caleb would be like, oh, yeah. Oh, of course. That's what Sabaya told me she was going to say. Everything's normal. She was just did a really convincing job of it. 
And so when Sabrina like told had that conversation with Caleb, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, and I wonder like how often stuff like that happens that we don't see because before in this season, it's always been 60 minute episodes, but in a 90 minute episode, like we get to see Sabaya's incite the, we're going to vote Caleb out. And then we get to see Emily's reaction to it, to the camera. And then we get to see them touch back again. We get to see Sabaya and Caleb talk about who, what they're telling Emily. And I thought it was really, really like a well-played move by Sabaya. Um, but that goes to show you, like, like you said, when you're coming at somebody with all the right connections, the person, if you're tra- telling someone who's more connected to that person than they are to you, you're going to vote them out. You're, you might, you have a high percentage chance of getting burned. Yes. And uh, Caleb was like, Emily seems deadly serious. She's not acting crazy. She's acting like, no, like legitimately not a thing of like, they're just trying to like throw me off the scent. They're voting me like they're legitimately voting you tonight. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought Emily did it. Emily shined this episode, man. Yes. What a turnaround. Is she the winner? Like this, like, I mean, that was impressive because I feel like she's going to come into the merge and everybody's going to think like, oh, Emily's weird. Like nobody cares about Emily. But like, man, if she sticks with Caleb and then Caleb's a threat and she's still navigating stuff on her own, like, oh man, like she, like I watched the Lulu tribe tonight and maybe other than like Sean, I didn't have, like, there were no problems. There were, there was like just good gameplay by everyone. You know what I mean? Like everyone assessed the situation mostly correctly, except for Sabaya. But even if, even if Sabaya plays, doesn't keep the idol and votes, they're going to rocks and Sean's probably going to jump, you know, like Mm. it was just such, it was such a good, strong episode of like good gameplay all around, you know, on the Lulu tribe. On the Lulu tribe. Yeah. Man, like I was just I was glued the whole time. Cause I I really didn't think they were gonna go back to tribal again that fast. And then they did. And it was it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, it, I don't know why you think they did weren't gonna go to tribal again. I told you they were going to tribal last week. They won the reward challenge. Like they won some they won the challenge they didn't need to win. And then they lost the immunity challenge. In fact, I'm fairly certain on last week's episode of this podcast, I said, Sabaya is going to try to get Caleb out. Emily's going to tell Caleb. And Caleb's going to be saved. That's what I said. Now, I thought there was a really high percentage chance that Emily was going to tell Caleb. Caleb was going to circle back with Sabaya and Sean. And Sabaya was going to be like, no, she's well, yeah, she's like, I, I told her the plan that we talked about, blah, 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 blah. And then she was going to go back with Sean and be like, no, legit, we need to vote out Emily because Emily's not trustworthy, can't be trusted with these plans. She's trying to undercut us. But I think Emily waited until right before they went to travel council to have that conversation with Sean, yeah. with uh, Caleb, because that's what she said. She was like, I know it's right before tribal. 
but this is what I have to tell you. I need to clarify this with you that you are going home tonight unless you vote for Sabaya. And I thought that was really well played because if she circles back, if she circles back with three hours before tribal to tell Caleb that Caleb and Sabaya and Sean have time to sort all that out and say, she said, what now? Blah, 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 blah. But the fact that she waited until it seemed like they were right about to go to tribal, I thought made all the difference. Yes. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, just stellar all around. It reminded me of Shan Ricard when they when they were down to the three people with that third person. I forget her Jeannie. name. With Jeannie, yes. And they literally had like, well, I'll tell her it's you, and then I'll tell her it's you, and you'll tell her it's me. And then we'll just vote her out. But even they didn't really fully trust that. They were just kind of like, I guess, like, hopefully they, I trust the, the other person enough this time. Mm-hmm. And like that one worked to their advantage. And this one was catastrophic. Like I, I respect Sabaya's thinking and that we need to get Caleb out. But as I saw on Twitter, someone tweeted, there's nothing like saying, can we win with this person in the final three when there are 16 people on in the game? Like mm-hmm. you have 13 more opportunities to vote this person out. Like you don't need to do that right now. Other- no, it's good to keep like threats in the game into the merge. Yes. So that they can get voted out before you. Yes. That's the whole point. Yes. Especially ones that you're like aligned with, you know, because they're up first on the chopping block. And then if they get blindsided, boom, then maybe there's, that's just like, okay, we'll reset. And then who else, what other alliances do we need to break up? You know, like you're, you're in a great spot. You don't need to do that so fast. Um, especially when like, I felt like they were getting along, like Sabaya and Caleb were like, good. You know, I didn't, I didn't notice any beef between them and they're, they're just immediately like, gone now like that alliance is done yeah um on on uh david bloomberg and jessica lewis's podcast uh yx lost uh rob has a podcast uh group of pods um they have one of the rules that they have for why someone would get voted out or like the rules of survivor the rule that sabaya broke was that she schemed and plotted too much so yes. you can scheme and plot not enough, and you can scheme and plot too much. And that is exactly what Sabaya did. Look, this is not – don't make this harder than it has to be. There's four people left on your tribe, and three of you have voted together this entire time. And, in fact, if it gets to three, you're still not going home because you're closer to the other two than you are – than they are to each other. So just go with it. Just vote yes. out the fourth person, get down to three. And if you go to go again, then you will still be safe. And then they're not going to let you go and keep being a tribe when there's two people left. So I thought that was uh, just, you know, just take it easy. Take a chill pill, like, pump, like pump the brakes a little bit. And that's one thing, like, as if we can transition to talking about some of the other tribes, like sure. there's other tribes that are like, not going to travel. They, n- neither other tribe has gone to travel council yet, but they're all already like do like figuring out who their voting block is. And I'm like, I understand wanting to be in a good position in case you have to go to tribal. But like, if you have watched survivor in the last 
five years, you know that this group that you've got together today, in case you have to go to tribal, after the challenge, that's going to get flipped around at least twice. And then if you don't go to tribal, then you just like rearranged it. And now it's all really weird. And you don't really know what's going to happen because, hey, you've never been to tribal. You don't even know who's lying to you yet. You don't even yes. know who's on your actually on your side yet. And so these tribes like like Bello, like it's like girls versus boys in their mind. But really, it's Brando and is it Kate? Ke- Kelly. And Kelly. Brando and are, Kelly. Who are really the power players. Yeah. And like. I so I have a question. Would you rather be in a red tribe situation or a blue tribe? Because red tribe seems to be like, okay, there are four of us, like there are like two pairs essentially that we're all gonna work together. Or would you rather be like would you rather be Drew right now, or would you rather be Kelly or Brando in in a tribe that is like more fluid where no one has said, Yeah, we're voting this person out, this is my alliance. And it's just kind of more like it's probably going to be Bruce, but nobody has like explicitly said we're together other than like the girls and maybe Brando and Kelly. I mean, yeah, I think I think I'd rather be in the below situation. that's more fluid because like the amount of he said, she said that's going to go on whenever Reba goes to tribal council. When they go to tribal council, there's going to be a lot of like, oh, the four of us are together. But like they've already been doing this we're together thing long enough and they're already sus enough of each other. Yes. I could see them being like, you know what? The four of us were going to vote together on day one, but now it's day nine and we've not been to tribal council yet. And we don't know if we want to do that. Like D and uh, Mama Julie should be. Very sus of Austin and Drew. And they like, are. And I think they, they are. are. I think they are. Like, even though, you know, in Drew and Austin's mind that they've kind of like made up for this sus stuff by coming clean, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I thought that I think that they, they've they need to be more sus of those guys, honestly. Yeah. Like when Julie like just gave them the hammer. It's yeah. like, no, y'all should go over there and find that idol yourself. Don't just like give it to them because I don't I don't know why because they weren't even there when they found the rope and when they did all that then they went and hid the rope but then they just ended up giving the hammer to Austin anyways it didn't make sense to me so this is what I disagree with so Victoria on Twitter said the same exact thing where she would like keep the hammer go look for the idol themselves but. How would they know? Like that idol was so complicated. It's not like they would stumble on anything. And if they couldn't find it and if they found the rope that would have to be somewhat nearby and saw it all just bungled up and it wasn't there before, they would know. You know, like I I just don't think I think the correct call was to give Austin that thing because like if you want to have trust and you have this four and you have this four and they told you. Now, you could be skeptical of them and not trust them as much, but, like, I don't see a way around around getting it yourself without them finding out, and then there goes your four. You're down to two, and then it's just hopefully you pick up the other two before the other people do. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think you're you're giving Austin and Drew a little bit more credit than they deserve 
they dug at that thing for a really long time by themselves and found nothing. I don't think that they're actually going to find that rope. And if they do find it, I don't know that those guys are as smart as they think they are to put two and two together of what happened. So I, I, I don't, I don't think it's for sure that Austin and Drew would have found out um, if they had just run off and started hammering the rocks over there. Um, but you know, like what D said, she's like, you know, it would have been good to have the idol, but it's also good to have this, like solidify this four in this alliance. And Austin can say, you know, this is for all of us, all we want. That's not true. That's just not how Survivor works. There's one idol. There's four people. The person who holds the idol is the one whose idol it is. Um, you know, and they might try to take advantage of Drew if they or of Austin if they think he doesn't have his vote. But Drew can restore Austin's vote. So Drew and Austin are kind of in control over there. They've yeah. got an idol. They've got. They're able to restore the vote that they're going to lose. They've got a lot of of different things going on in their favor. Um, I don't really get exactly why no one wants to work with Tifu or J Maya. Um, they seem like perfectly fine people to work with. Um, so I don't. I don't really know why those. That's like four on two. So clearly over there, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep not going. Which. They're gonna not go to tribal because right. we're gonna see next episode a tribe swap. So, especially if you're going to a tribe swap, it's much better to be in from the undefined tribe, like below, where it's like, not only have we not been to tribal, but like it's not even been clearly stated like who was with who. Like that's not even yeah. out in the open. Where I'm sure it's pretty clear at Reba who the pairs are. Yeah. And it's really like it seems more like it's two pairs and then it's like two singles over yes. at Reba. So um I'd much rather be coming from the blue tribe where like we haven't been to tribal, we're all somewhat working together here. We haven't had to, you know, break that seal and everyone figure out who's on whose team. So I think going into a swap, I'd rather be from from below than from Reba. Yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting. I think, I think like honestly, the people that have the most power in this game are Kelly and Brando, to be completely honest, because they're all chill with everybody in their tribe. They're good. They're solid. But they also know that of their tribe, they're like the middle. Like they're the core to, they're the middle two of the six, you know? And they're mm -hmm. on each side is Bruce on the one side, and then maybe like Katura on the other. And then like Jake and Kendra and then them two in the middle. And like, that's such a good position to be in. Like you said, where there's just no lines drawn in the sand and, and no one knows that you are in the middle, except for the two people that are in the middle, you know, because a lot mm -hmm. of times, you know, we saw it where Sarah got voted out in her first season where like she was in the middle and everyone knew that she was in the middle. So then she started playing and everybody's like, oh, well, let's just vote her out. If no one knows you're in the middle, it's perfect. Um, but obviously that won't last for very long. But now that they're swapping tribes, it may last for a while more. Yeah. Uh, and next time on Survivor, I found it interesting that Emily seemed excited about the tribe swap. And I don't think that was a mislead. I don't know why she'd be excited. I feel like at this point on Yellow, it's like, we can lose again 
and lose Sean. Me, me and Caleb are still voting together because Sean is in a tough spot. Did you see the face that Sean made whenever Sabaya got voted out tonight? Yes. It looked like he had pooped his pants. Yes. That is the face he made like, oh, I have just, I have, I have figuratively soiled myself. And now I'm literally soiling my pants because yes. I have just absolutely tanked my own game completely without reason. Yes. Like Sean is, is the definition of just follower, like good to do whatever, gonna, gonna like roll with whatever strong personality. I know he's going to go and he's going to kiss up to Caleb really hard now and try to be like, try to nag um, Emily and be like, Oh yeah, it's just it's still us, man. We're still together. Like yeah, like Sabaya, she was just putting all stuff time stuff in my head, but we're we're still together, man. It's like no, dude. You can't say that. Caleb and Emily are are bonded now because yeah. Emily had a chance to vote Caleb out without him knowing, and didn't take it, and saved him, and they voted together to vote out a, a power player. These two are bonded now, and. I think Caleb thinks Emily is my goat. I'm taking her all the way to the finals. And I think Emily's thinking Caleb's a strong player and he's not going to make it to the end, but I might. Yes. So I, I think that they're a great pair. And I think that they both at this stage in the game have the understanding about each other. That's going to infant or um, it's going to motivate them to keep the other around. Yeah. And I'm so looking forward to that. I hope they, I wonder what happens if they get split up. Like, I don't know how that's going to work. Cause I feel like it's very different. Cause Emily would try to just probably like fade into the background, you know, where Caleb would probably just like be like, okay, what's going on? How can I help you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think the most likely thing that's going to happen when a tribe swap is whoever goes to tribal council, if there's more blues than reds, they're going to vote out reds. If there's more reds than blues, they're going to vote out blues because they're going to want to even the numbers out. And both yeah. sides are going to try to pull in, uh, going to try to pull in the Lulus to vote with them um, and vote out whoever's in the minority there. But if I'm a Lulu and there's more blues, let's say how many people are left? There's, there's going to be 15, 15 people left and they're going to, Sort of, I guess they're probably going to get sorted into three tribes. Yeah. Not two. I was thinking two in my head. But if they get sorted into three tribes, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, All the lose are together and they just dominate. They lose again. They just keep sending another. Yeah. Tribe. No, that would be great. <laughs> three Lulus and then a Reba and a Below. And it's like, <laughs> welcome, tough. guys. I hope that you enjoyed your time here on Survivor. Like they get like J Maya and uh like kelly it's like okay <laughs> you're done oh man that'd be funny you just never what, know what else in tonight's episode uh did you find to be interesting or, or worth comment uh i thought sifu and j maya's uh music thing was interesting that was that that explained a lot of that dynamic to me where sifu's like this really weird guy but he works hard and he's nice. So everybody's like, oh, okay. Like we vibe, but like nobody really vibes with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Cause like J Maya was kind of looking at him like, oh, okay. Yeah, go. 
go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like he's not like a pain to have around, mm-hmm. but like he's nobody's best friend. Like no one I don't I think feels like they they don't have anyone from home that they hang out with that's like him that they're like he reminds me of my friend. You know, so like he's kind of kind of reminds me of Luke Sison, but uh yes. You know, uh but like other than on, that, I don't know anyone like him. Like high key Luke Sison. Yeah. 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 Like if he was a TV character. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed Okay, so also like the Jake like half seizing or passing out. They didn't call medical in at all for that? Like are are we sure they did it or did you think they just didn't show it? Because I'd be I mean, pretty surely they out. did. I'd be pretty freaked out if I was Jake. I'd be pretty freaked out if I was Kendra. Um, that would be, I don't like, can we like call a doctor, be like, Hey, like I'm good. He's good. You know, he just did this thing or some explanation for what happened because we don't have any explanation for what that was. And that's kind of terrifying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I would assume that medical came out, but it was probably, they just were like, yeah, he got a little bit lightheaded and lost his balance. So we're okay. No, no need. Like he was probably just not very dramatic. So they didn't show it. Um, uh, but what I think is that it was a moment of bonding between Kendra and um, crap. What's his name? Jake. Jake. I think it was a moment. I think one of the reasons they showed it is because it was a, a bonding moment between Kendra and Jake. And I could see them kind of, I, I, I don't know about how this women's alliance versus men is going to go because well, especially now they're switching up. I could definitely see where Kendra and Jake end up on the same tribe and they end up kind of being a pair moving forward in the game. Um, so then you've got from blue, you've got, brando and kelly and then you've got uh kendra and jake and then you've got Katura and bruce but they're not together because mm-hmm. she finds Katura really doesn't like anno- bruce annoying yeah. no she keeps harping on how she doesn't find it to be find <laughs> it to be a, a fun person to to be on the tribe with um yeah. i thought that kent or Katura showed a lot of like good social strategy when she was talking to the camera tonight, because she was like, I find Bruce to be really annoying. And I think other people do too, but I don't say anything. I just wait until other people say that they're annoyed with Bruce. And then I'm just like, Oh yeah, that was crazy when he did that. I can't believe like, yeah. I can't believe that. So that she's not the one who's like, anything gets back to Bruce. It's not like Katura was going around bad mouthing you. It's like, Oh yeah, though that I, yeah somebody else said that, and I just I just laughed along because that's what you do on Survivor, you know. I wasn't trying to to start anything, so I thought she showed a lot of like really good social strategy. That's the kind of thing that we are getting to see in a ninety minute episode, like that we wouldn't have seen in a sixty minute episode. I wish that like Michelle Fitzgerald on Survivor Co. Wrong. I wish we could have seen 90 minute episodes of the 90 minute cut of that yeah. because I'm sure there's a lot of things that are like that, that she's really good at one of the best survivor players ever to do it. 
but it's not stuff that you see on a 60 minute episode where all that you see is a reward challenge, um, immunity, reward challenge, reward, immunity challenge, uh, 10 minutes of strategy talk in tribal council. If that's all that you're seeing, you're not seeing all these character moments and all of these uh, interpersonal dynamics at play. You're not seeing how someone like Michelle Fitzgerald is actually one of the best survivor players ever. Yeah, it's it's now it's less of a move game to the audience and it's more of like a social game, which is what it is, right? Like mm. before, all we could see is like moves, moves, moves. Like I thought Xander played a great game and, you know, deserved to win or deserved to whatever. And the people on the island saw stuff Erica did that we may have not have seen. And it was probably more consistent and just better. And they didn't even think about her. And she was in a lot of conversations. All that stuff is totally valid. We just don't see that, you know? So when they when they name Erica the winner of Survivor, who was totally not there for the first four weeks of the season, that's hard for me to wrap my head around, but it makes sense because they just can't show all of it. And mm-hmm. now they're being able to show more of it. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't see any of Heather. Like, we like we didn't see a ton of Erica, but we saw, like, no Heather that season. Right. And Heather, Heather made it all the way to the end. And... You know, I wonder if 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 we had 90 minute episodes, we're seeing more of like as much as we're seeing of Julie. Like Julie's been a really fun character to watch this season. Yes. Uh, just the way that she's able to she's like interacting really well with these younger players and, uh, you know, kind of making bonds with them and uh, running around with D. I just think that's so interesting because like when I first saw the the Red Tribe Reba, I was like, OK, Here's how the, the breakdown is going to go. We've got D and J, Maya, and they're going to be a pair. And then we've got Austin and Tifu and Drew and Julie. And I was like, I don't know exactly how that's going to shake out. But what I didn't really see coming was that uh, Julie and D were going to be the pair on the tribe along with Austin and Drew. But like Austin and Drew, I don't even know how much how tight they actually are or if they are just kind of like he's the other like big strategic player on this tribe. So we're working together. But that kind of makes you a pair. It's like a situation ship. Right. But it's like the situation is right right now. And they're kind of going together and they're each other's number one. And they work together, especially since Drew has all the information that Austin has. And he has the thing that can make his idle less scary like that's the perfect combo honestly um yeah it's just it's just very interesting to see all of that happening and i'm very excited to be seeing all of it i'm very proud of julie because we're seeing a lot of the mom game and she's doing it very well she's doing the mom game like better than i've seen in a long time and it's a lot of times I feel like a lot of older people, they don't really know how to relate. So they're like, oh, I'm just your mom. But then that person on the testimonial is like, yeah, she's weird. But like, if she votes with me, that's fine. Like, I'll I'll drag her. But Julie is very much like in it. Like, she's very much involved in what's happening. And I, I agree. She's doing a great job. Shout out, Middle Tennessee. Let's go. Yeah, she's um, wearing that TriStar cap. Yes. In tonight's episode. Yes. Um, anything else on Survivor? Um, the reason, the main reason I thought it was Emily tonight was the score that they played during 
the immunity challenge is they painted it as it was like this really like sad moment for Emily in particular Mm-hmm. That they had built it up, built it up, built it up. And then like you could see the whole thing crumbling down and they kept going to her face like she was like the senior on the team that was about to lose in the NCAA tournament. And they kept going back to her face and playing this like score that I don't know had been on Survivor before. Definitely not a challenge. Something you might see at Tribal Council for a beloved character. And they started playing that during the immunity challenge as things are falling apart for Lulu. And that's why I thought it was Emily. Cause I was like, yeah. okay, like this is, Emily. of course they, they fooled us with that. But I was like, wow, they're giving Emily like some flowers here for her send off. Um, and no, they're uh, giving her flowers for her rise, bro. Like this is, this is Emily's ascent into yeah, they're like, survivor this lore. Right here is rock bottom. It's all uphill for Emily from here. Yes. I'm starting to, I'm starting to believe that that's, that that's on the table at this point. Oh, it's totally on the table. And she'd probably be in my like top five of like winners that I would choose right now, honestly. Um, because she's it's just been a massive glow up for her, and I'm happy for her. Um, yeah. We got like two minutes left. Uh the Titans are in Britain this Sunday, playing in the in the early in the morning. What do we think? What do we think? They're gonna take down Lamar or no? I don't know, man. They stink. And the Ravens <laughs> stink too. I I kind of think they'll win because they generally don't lose two games in a row, but they also don't win two games in a row. So they're on their way to being eight and nine this season. So they'll probably beat the Ravens, but also who knows? Uh, like this team is so frustrating to watch. Yeah, it's true. It's really frustrating. It's like they the offense, like the defense, like. The offense, uh, a lot of people like the offense was fine last time. It was defense. Well, the offense didn't put up many points. They didn't, their red zone touchdown percentage was terrible. Like they need to be getting seven whenever they get like remotely close to the end zone because they stink. They don't get close very much. Yeah. Yeah. They're terrible. I'm not. Really looking forward to the rest of the season. Not looking forward to next season, really. Um, Not looking forward season. to the next three. Yeah, to be honest. I think it might it might get really bad before it gets good, unless yeah, unless Malik Willis or Will Levis ends up being like a, a top half NFL quarterback. It's going to get ugly. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that was Titans talk, and that was mostly episode three, of season forty-five of Survivor. Um, I am looking forward to next week. We will see what happens with the tribe swap and that's going to be it for us. I'm Joel. That's Michael. The Clingers have spoken. See ya. See ya.